Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudra and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Super Flexible Podcast. My name is your host, Steve Halepka. Joined here tonight by my boys, Swag. What's going on, Swag? How's it going? Doing good, man. Tudrink, what's up, man? my man? What's going on? You know what I'm doing, man. What's up, fellas? Uh-oh. How was your first Father's Day ever, Steve? Well, it was second second Father's Day, technically. Gosh, how is she that old? That's crazy. I guess Dude, she did just crazy. have a one-year birthday before Father's Day, so that totally makes sense numbers-wise. Yeah, Dude, it's crazy. Like, the, But the first one, the first one's like not really a Father's Day. We're still trying to like you know sleep three hours at a time. And so. you totally sucked at it then. Just I keep remember. them alive. Exactly. And then that first that first like month and a half, totally just trying to keep them alive. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. How was y'all's? That was good. Thanks. Great. Yeah, I had a good day. Can't complain. Awesome. Awesome. So we've got two really awesome guests tonight. It's the DFF invasion here on the Super Flexible Podcast. We've got first uh, our creative director for Dynasty Football Factory, uh, Will Rankin. What's going on, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for you guys having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Uh, so before we get to our next cast. Uh, Will, tell people where tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter and where they can find all your awesome work. All right. So, yeah, I'm on Twitter at William Rankin 83 for a lot of the uh, you'll see on the the DL, on the network Twitter page. Uh, I put up a lot of those, the the pod promos like those are a lot of fun to do, taking these podcasts and finding cool little finding good bits in them and then putting some video to them just to add something kind of neat just on the visual end of things. And then occasionally if a writer needs like and I encourage them, like, you know, the writers to keep thinking about good social media teasers. You know, those are, those things really do there. If nothing else, they're just fun to look at, you know, and I just try to create some graphics for those as well. And then, uh, yeah, you can see some of the other work that I've got going on. That's outside of, um, dynasty football having to do with either modern trailers. I like to edit those all the time, star Trek, whatever I'll do it. And then, uh, some other personal projects like we'll be, I think talking about a little bit later. Awesome. awesome. I think uh, you should lay like, the what whole last two minutes of what you just said over a video of the work you've done promoting the work you've done promoting <laughs> the show. It's just, just the inception. Like, that could be the, the play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I can't wait to hear William talking about William on the promo on Twitter. We're on the same page for once to drink. <laughs> Doesn't happen often, bro. <laughs> Let's <laughs> make that happen, awesome. Will. Uh, it's too funny that'll be the cut (laughs) and then also tonight the author of the 2019 factory rookie guide tony g what's going on my dude what's going on fellas glad to be here appreciate it awesome so tony tell everyone where where they can find you on twitter and then give me some love about that rookie guide Uh, they they can catch me at at tony g underscore dff scout uh the rookie guide can't say enough about it my yeah, a bunch of my guys work on it. The the, the crew I had was was amazing. I mean, uh, put a lot of work into it, a lot of tape grinding, uh, a lot of arguments back and forth. So uh, the guys really came out and and really showed off their stuff. So uh, it, it's a great blend of of different things you can get. I mean, the draft guys got their tape grinding and their valuations in there. The fantasy football guys, we got some projections for you guys too in there. And then we got our, you know, numbers people. If you like numbers, we got analytics in there too. So, dominator score, rate ratings. You got market share. So, 
it's a lot in there. It's it's, it's packed, packed, packed. Awesome. Any, and any way you like to get better, it's in there. You'll find it. Exactly. exactly. And Tony has been so gracious that tonight, whoever's listening to this podcast, you have a chance to win a free edition of that 2019 Factory Rookie Guide. All you have to do is first follow Tony, second follow the Superflex Pod, then after that DM the Superflex Pod with the word pineapples. Yes, Tony G uh-huh. picked the word pineapples to be the DM to the Superflex Pod to give away a free copy of this guide. It is kick-ass. There's 100 players plus in this guide. So check it out. Uh, again, DM the word <laughs> pineapples. To I mean, you're not going to forget it. <laughs> That's right. That's can't, right. Can't forget it. It's in your brain. It's in your brain now. It can't just uh, be one pineapple either, folks. It's plural. Pineapples with an S. You are disqualified. Right. Non-plural. Yep. And next week we will announce the winner of that guide. Uh, so speaking about winners of guides, so we had an awesome uh, last week. Oh my gosh, the consistency guide. So crazy. Such an awesome piece of content. So in order to do that, you have to leave a five-star review for the Superflex pod. So continue to do so, please. Leave those five-star reviews. Uh, and then the following week, after Tony's guide's given away, you can get another edition of the consistency report. So this week's winner, Ryan K. Age gave us an awesome five-star review. Uh, so please reach out to us, uh, DM us, uh, DM Superflex Pod or Superflex Trades, and we will hook you up with a di- an addition of that consistency report. Much love. That's coming to you. That's coming right to you. So thank you for the review. We really appreciate you won. It. <laughs> nice, nice drop. Like, like Shout it. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into some news and notes, we also got an awesome little roundtable section on some players that are polarizing in the in the dynasty community. Uh, then we're going to let Tony go off and talk a little hot and cold rookies, rookies he's feeling, rookies he's not. And then obviously we'll talk – and conclude with our super flex trades. But before that, we have a really awesome new site membership for the Dynasty Football Factory. So you get a chance to get all of our content, whether it be for Dynasty, Redraft, Superflex, Rookie, IDP, IDP Dynasty, and Devi, all for the entire year, including all of our guides, all of our rankings for just $19.99 for the whole year. Crazy value. All the guys that everyone's putting out, Rookie, Devi, there'll be a redraft guide. I can't tell you what else. They're coming down the pipeline. So for $19.99 for the entire year, and don't forget, we send out content the entire year. There are new articles posting daily, new podcasts basically coming out daily. So it's not just, okay, I'm going to have awesome content from you know May to maybe January. No, we give you the entire year, a full year's worth of content for just $19.99 a year. So it's a hard sell, man. It's you don't even need to. It's good stuff. It's there's so much stuff. You know, I, you're right. I didn't I, really have I, the hard sell. I like, there's so I like much your awesome work, stuff. Though. I like your work. But. That wasn't bad. Thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's go talk about some NFL news and notes. Uh, so first, 49ers beat reporter Matt Barrows is expecting Dante Pettis and Debo Samuel to be the wide, top two wide receivers for the team. Um, I don't think this is much of a surprise to a lot of the people that we're chatting with right now. Um, but initial thoughts here. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Will on this one, man. What are you thinking about uh, Debo and Dante for 2019 and going forward? Well, man, I'm a Gamecock. I graduated from USC, so we've all been pulling for Debo, uh, especially since the Niners have just become like USC West in a way. <laughs> What's funny is are you of SC because they had to change the logo? I think it's I think it's great for him. I really do. I think it's a good spot for him, uh, especially if Garoppolo is coming back and going to be in good shape and be ready to go and healthy. I think it's a good mix for both of them. Awesome. 
Uh, Tony, what are you thinking about Debo, man? I know you're obviously he's in the rookie guide, so tell me about Debo a little bit. I mean, Debo's bringing uh, a really good package. I mean, our, our guys really loved him when we uh, did the tape on him. Uh, it, the main thing he's going to stand out is that route running. Uh, he's going to undress guys right at the line. So, uh, I know I know we're excited about him in that offense. So, I expect him to put up some some points pretty pretty quickly there. Awesome. To drink. Are you a Pettis guy or a Samuel guy or both guy? Um, I think it's both. Um, I don't want to say they cancel each other out. But I, I think they're they're definitely both capped, and they're both still behind Kittle. Mm-hmm. And we know how much Shanahan likes getting the running backs involved in the passing game too. So uh, as much as I like both of these guys, I, I don't know that the upside is is there. I guess I'm not as high on on both of them to that extent as I'm I'm kind of seeing out there. But you have Pettis still ahead of Debo, though, right? Um, currently, yes, but it, that gap's closed for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really care about off. You know, the, the news right now of of Pettis looking good. You know, he started off slow right. last you, you year because he was better. learning all the spots. The right, exactly. Wide receiver. Exactly. It's not like uh, Swags. You've said this plenty of times. It's not like Pettis has a lot of chemistry with Jimmy G because right. their time was or anybody. And that's right. And that's when you know Pettis was still learning all the roles as he's doing. I think you're going to see a little bit of that from Debo too, where it's a slow start as he's learning to just be utilized everywhere, all over the field. Mm-hmm. So to Pettis slightly, but I don't. If uh, I if I had Samuel and you had Pettis and you'd be like, let's just swap straight up, I'd probably be like, I think I'm going to chill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I go ahead. Um, I I, I mostly agree with Two Drink on that. I think they could be, end up Weird. being similar. Um, I'm kind of a sell anything. A, attached to Jimmy G type guy, including Jimmy G. I just think the value is way inflated past something. It's it's We're still using our imagination to give all of that offense value outside of Kittle, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Kittle regression. But, yeah, I'll sell anything attached to Jimmy G. I don't know, Sure, man. but you Jimmy can see G's the upside there. Breaks. Yeah, in that offense, you sure can. Don't get me with, wrong. With like, weapons all over the Kevin place. Give me Coleman all day. Otherwise, sure. I'm pretty much out. Happy right. to see it happen and miss out, to be honest with you. Just because of what I feel like I can get back. I mean, all you have to do is, yeah. like, if you own Jimmy G, go find the Kittle owner. He's going to give you something nice for Jimmy G. If you own Kittle, go find the Jimmy G owner. He's going to give you something nice for Kittle. It's, it's just crazy. I mean, it, <laughs> it for an offense that we're just imagining and total speculation, and we've seen some glimpses here and there, and... I don't know. You you can make out decently. I'm I'm happy to buy out of anything That's attached fair. to that offense. And but I do like some Tevin Coleman. Jimmy G's wearing a knee brace. And Coleman, that's fine. I mean, Tori his ACL. Exactly. I don't need Jimmy G to. I don't need Jimmy G run for 600 yards this year. I I would prefer him to wear the knee brace the entire <laughs> year. Didn't right. Wentz do that too? You know what I mean? Coming he back did. from like yeah, I don't care about the knee brace personally. Wentz I, was so uh, awesome Coleman, last year. I'm, what a good example! It wasn't, it wasn't because of the knee; he broke his effing back, bro. But like it's not the same still, thing. Though, I mean, but still, like you're, it's not it's, because of his knee. But we, he didn't like. Let's exactly go back to Tevin Coleman. I, I believe you. I'm on your same side, Tevin Coleman. <laughs> you like that because because of the value between the three running backs there, like you know, Embreda and McKinnon, or he just because you the, believe him to be the best and will rise to. the to the top. He is the first attachment to Shanahan in that offense, just like going back to being with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think so that Shanahan so you- chases guy. Like we were kind of speculating this like 
a couple of years, you know, maybe Shanahan will be going after Coleman and long behold, yeah. Coleman's with the 49ers. Yeah. I love it. You know, you know, I'm not a McKinnon guy too. So no, I, I know that I, I feel like Breda is, is so far cheaper than, cheap. than McKinnon and Coleman. Like if I'm doing it on, on that part of it, then Breda is kind of my play. I agree with you and Coleman. I just, again, like with the wide receivers, I wonder if there's enough to go around weekly where you feel good about him in your lineup, anything other than like a flex. Yeah. Right. What are you paying right now for Tevin Coleman swags? What would I pay you? Man, um, yeah. like I would probably give up a second. Yeah. Okay. We, we, and yeah, I would probably do that. Yeah. I think a 2021st is probably a little too rich right now for Tevin Coleman. And I don't think you can do it for a second. But I mean, you've got to have a surplus. I'll tell you, you know what, what like, though, I think it's call me crazy, uh, uh, but I'll take Tevin Coleman all day over Daryl Henderson. Yes, hundred percent agree. I mean, if we're talking like picks here, and I'm, people are taking you're crazy, Henderson but in I the believe you. first to the, I mean, some one hundred and one I've heard and seen, which I think is insane. That's but nuts. I'll take Coleman. Let's not still Tony Stunder. Tony's gonna talk about Daryl Henderson in a little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. can get to that. All right, cool. Nice. All right, let's now move from the city by the bay to Pittsburgh, uh, where the Athletics' Mark Caboli writes that Dante Moncrief looks like a slam dunk number two receiver. Swags, I know you had a bit of a field day on this one uh, on Twitter, talking about Dante Dante Moncrief, <laughs> how uh, you know he's had Andrew Luck fun. for a couple couple of years, and only you know he scored ten touchdowns one year. Just one yeah, year. Um, six year wide so receiver. He's like what twenty four still. He's a baby. Um, is he that? So tell, he's he was the so team of the drafted when he was eighteen. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna find it right now. He's like the same age as Odell. But look at but, I so mean, tell me, look at Odell's career. Ahead. I mean, I'll take Odell on my team dancing over Moncrief. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying. I don't. I think your hate on him is a bit far fetched. Yeah, far fetched. Twenty twenty five. He'll be, he'll be 26 before the season starts. He's still a baby. But he has six so years not- in the NFL. He has 2,543 total yards. His best season was 733 yards. Eric Ebron had a better season his third year. Off the injured, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, no, I, I, I think with an offense with Ben Roethlisberger, I think he can be a very productive receiver for one or two years. I think that's what you'd be looking for him. I don't think he's a long-term hold. I mean, like a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. What are you saying here? Yeah, like a wide receiver three or four. He's not going to be my wide receiver two on my team. I would be scared to death. But can he give me 908 in this offense? Sure. I think it's possible. Uh, I I don't know. I I mean, outside of Juju, like what what consistent wide receiver two have we ever seen in Pittsburgh? Uh, when Emmanuel Sanders and Antonio Brown were both there. That was a pretty good tandem. That, that was pretty uh, nice. You know, we can go back to Michael Thomas and Antonio Brown and Sanders and those guys too. But, I mean, in, in the, the current L present day, like, I mean, Since it's Martavis Bryant for a few games. We got excited. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, give me some juju in Washington. And okay. I, I'm in Dynasty. Like, Wait. I can't imagine, like, what I would do with Mind Creep is on my team. I guess sell him to one of you guys. I'd take him from you. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what would you sell wait him for, for a touchdown game, and, and then you move him. Steve, I mean, I, I don't know. It's unfair because I think you could get more than what I – I mean, I'd take anything. I mean, you could send me a fifth, and I'd, I don't, I'd be happy oh. to get him off my team. <laughs> that's, like, that's you're asking case, the wrong I, I guy. Like, I but I, I don't know what he's worth Steve, to like you. Maybe third. I should ask you, like, yep, what would you third. give, you know? I'd give a third. Okay. Yep. Will, feelings on uh, on Dante Moncrief 
Any any thoughts here? Are you on the swag side or on my side or in the middle? Well, I mean, I don't think it's a, to go back to the the premise. I don't think it's a slam dunk. I, that, I, and the only reason I say that is Ryan Switzer is almost almost went neck and neck with him for receptions. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe not yards, so he's clearly like a more of a, a short yardage guy. I'm not saying Ryan Switzer is going to be like a clear number two, but I don't think it is a clear number two at this point. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a feeling out. So I don't know if it's just if it's something where I don't know. I just don't think it's something where I'm like clearly going. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the next guy. I'll get Mon- I'll get Moncrief. No, I don't think so. And, and guys mentioned Washington also earlier. You know, he I know he didn't have like nearly as many receptions either one of them, but I feel like he's another guy who's going to be stepping up this year. It's going to be interesting there. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch because. You know, you know where the number one's going to be, but I think that number two could still be pretty wide open. All right, and then we, and we didn't even mention the the rookie that they picked yet, but we're right. getting to Tony G. So boom, yeah, yeah. Tony, <laughs> talk yeah. to me about Deontay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm passing on Moncrief. I think okay. uh, uh, Deontay Johnson's going to really you know assert himself in there. Not maybe not right away, but uh, you're definitely going to see him kind of getting in there towards the middle of the end of the year. Uh, I mean, Moncrief. Uh, just one of those guys that you always looking for him. He's like the wide receiver. What's that? Christine Michael. Like you always want him to, to go <laughs> and explode. And he just never does. I mean, last year in Jacksonville, he was, I mean, Jacksonville doesn't, I don't even know any of their wide receivers, but he didn't, he didn't do much. So uh, I, I don't, I don't see him hanging on to that number two. I think that's, you know, kind of the tag because out of necessity, because there's nobody else there. But uh, I think Deontay Johnson will, We'll move his way up there eventually and, and take that over from him. Will right. he take it from James Washington or Deontay Johnson? Where are you going there? Uh, I was never big on James Washington. Kill me. Kill me now. Fine. Kill me. But I was Kill never, you. Yeah. Move I know I, I knew what I was coming, but I, I think uh, James Washington is is more of a you know downfield guy. Yeah. Uh, but Deontay is going to be able to do, do multiple things and, and be more of a uh, you know versatile target. But don't they want Juju in the slot just because of how he is such a mismatch there? So we're looking for outside guys. We're not looking for another inside guy, right? Or Deontay Johnson's better get, better better be able to play on the outside too. I think that's, James Washington is what they need. They need you know Ben to to chug it down to him and let him use you know his change in speed you know on the fly to to be able to get open there and leave the underneath stuff for Juju. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Deontay, I think he's he's strong enough to be out there and, and handle that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a, a number one guy, but Deontay will probably be, you know, the, the, the second best guy there and on that team. All right, Moncrief started, or Moncrief played like <laughs> he he played thirty two games with Andrew Luck, and then I don't know like two thousand sixteen where he got injured and where Luck got injured to give you an exact number, but I mean he played with Andrew Luck in two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. That's a pretty damn good quarterback. I don't really even care how no. crappy he was in Jacksonville, but he he started all sixteen in Jacksonville and still only had six hundred and sixty eight yards starting every yep. game. Yep, that's probably second in Jacksonville though. I think it was probably just the lack of <laughs> Um, yeah, because they also had you know the board go throwing the ball, so that really worked <laughs> out well. Um, but yeah, man, no, Swags, I see your point. Like he's had his time in the league. Now he's switching teams again, right? Second time he's switching teams. Can we really expect a ton from him? Maybe, maybe I'm falling in love with him too much just from remembering his one decent year in Indy. But you know, uh, I think there's opportunity here. Uh, I think Steve, the worst case. That when was is, that? Steve, if I, I missed that, hold on, I'm making a trade, Steve. <laughs> can I? <laughs> Could I do Moncrief and a third for your second? Moncrief and a third for my second. I'll give you Moncrief and a third for your second. 
2020? Yeah. Maybe you could have done it before you, you crapped all over Moncrief. But Steve's still on Moncrief. I still do. Steve, like don't Moncrief. let them talk you into it. It, de- it depends where he, where he would fit on my roster. Trade. If he would fit on my roster as like you a, need it. the lowest I looked at me. your team. You, you need a wide receiver, bro. It's oh, bad. gosh. It's that bad? Oh. I mean, he has a career total it, so. 57% <laughs> catch rate. Yeah, Blake Bortles is throwing the ball for the last year. I get, so I, I get you, them. dude. Yeah. I, I get you, dude. Make my trade, Steve. I, I, would, I, would probably, I would probably do your deal. I probably would. For my All second. right, cool. If it's going to be a, a mid mid second, probably I would do it. Yep. Uh, last one before we talk about our polarizing players. So I'm not sure if anyone saw this video, but Josh McCann retired. Um, did anyone on Twitter see the video of him playing tight end for the Lions? Swag, oh, yeah. did you check, did you I check did this out? Swag, that, no. Oh my God, dude, you got to check it out on Twitter. It I think it was like 2006. I think it was back in 2006. It was amazing. Have to Tony, t- Tony, tell me about it, man. I, I loved it. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, uh, he he put some moves on guys out there in, in an open field. I mean, I mean I, he, I'm a Chicago guy, so, I mean, he's he was out here, uh, what, I forgot what year that was, but when mm-hmm. Cullen was out in, uh, when he was outside of the pocket, I mean, hey, he did his thing. I mean, he made people miss, and he was running a good routes too on that, on that tape. So it, it was pretty funny to watch him out there doing that, but uh, dude's, dude's an athlete, you know? So What's that? It, was, it was what last, last year, like when he was with the jets, when they showed that video of him, like dunking the ball in the rec league or yeah. something like that too. Yeah. Like, oh, he's what, that. what do you say? 36, 38 years old, something like that. Like, go he's ahead. Old, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was damn, damn impressive. Damn impressive. Yeah. But just watching him run routes, I was like, Oh my God, he's like getting by people, getting by corners and playing like a 12 on his back. I was like, that's, that's my awesome. knees would explode so if I came up from that far. Like they were just oh breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Over. Stop walking. So shout out to Josh McCown. Thank you for a hell of a long ass career with what almost a dozen different teams. So appreciate all of your efforts over the last and, few years. And he's going to be an analyst or something. Yes, like ESPN that? already. ESPN already signed him. Big shocker. Perfect. I think that's a great spot. Yeah, he already had a hot take too. So I, I like, forget what it was too. Oh, really? I wish I it was. Like, oh, I can't remember what it was. He feels like we might see him like back on the sidelines. You know what I mean? In a few years, just like, even even you know in his career towards the end, like seemed like he was willing to help some some guys along and you know kind of player coach on the field or on the sidelines there. So Definitely wouldn't be surprised like if he was quarterback coach or yep. you know offensive coordinator down the road or something mm-hmm. like that. For sure. Oh yeah. Awesome. So let's go to our polarizing players. Going to all go around the horn here about a few players. Uh, Got some rookies in there. Got some veterans. So we're going to talk about if you're buying or selling and at what price you're going to buy or sell these different players. So first I'll start off with quarter. He's a quarterback. Obviously, super flexible. We got to talk quarterback. So Cam Newton. I know right now there's a lot of different news going around about the shoulder and if he's throwing, you know, what I say, come quads the other day. If he's throwing kumquats, he's throwing watermelons. <laughs> so Cam Newton, we'll start come with swags on this one. Kumquat should have been the secret word. Right. <laughs> Let's change it now. You're gonna confuse people. Perfect. Oh crap. Nope. That's the new Swag. one. That's why they had to stay till the yeah, end. They have to listen to that later. If you left early and didn't listen to the whole show and pick pineapples, that's why you didn't win. <laughs> they're going to out themselves. Now we yeah. know who's the real fan. Well, if they say pineapples, they might also be doing it mid-show. So just be like, yep, but now you got to listen to the next word. Plot <laughs> 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 twist. <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, I'm all about I... selling Cam Newton. I have no interest, really. Just He's getting older. I think that he's going to have some good seasons. But, I mean, the way he plays, the way his playing style over the years, 
Um, he's a weekly play for me. I mean, I don't mind owning him. I'm not trying to crap on him that bad, but I'm definitely not going out and trying to target Cam Newton. I have no shares, and I'm happy that way. I think he can have a good season, though. He's got great weapons there. He's got DJ Moore. I mean, I think DJ Moore is going to be great for him, but after that, I don't know. You fan of Curtis Samuel, too, or no? No, I, no. I mean, he's yes. got Curtis Samuel, obviously McCaffrey. Yep. Um, but Ian Thomas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Greg Olson there this year. Right. Yep. One more, one more round with Greg. Yep. But I don't know. In my head, I'm going dynasty though, and the way he's played, and the nagging injuries, and him trying to change his style. I mean, if he's not running, what's going to happen? Yeah. So. That's, that's a good call. Um. So, are you selling him for? Like a one and a three? Can I get him for it for that? Or is it like a, another qu- younger quarterback man, back as well? I don't know well. if we'd be able to just talk picks. I'd kind of like to try to get a quarterback in this. Like mm-hmm. maybe Chase, like figure out what it takes to get Josh Allen or Sam Darnold. Some of those guys that aren't quite like as high on the radar as a Baker Mayfield. But I'll, I'll, I'll want somebody young or. What on top of Haskins do you need for me to get Cam? Um, so we're talking like rookie 102 to 103 in Superflex. Is that fair to say? Yep. Oh, uh, man. But I'm, I'm giving you a quarterback. That's what you asked for. Like Rashad Penny. So Haskins and Rashad Penny for camp. I do that. And I feel like I just, I think I, um, I think I sold low, but I would do that deal. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to take camp. I'm, don't come to me on the next one. I'm going to go pull that from the pod. Go. All right. So let's go to let's go to Will. Will, what are you thinking on Cam? So I'll preface: I'm not in any leagues right now. So I, I, but to, uh, if if I had Cam, I agree with Swags. I'm selling him. I'm just way too unsure on the shoulder. Okay. Tony, thoughts on Cam? Are you like a Will Greer guy, like like my boy Two Drink is? Oh, uh, n- no. But <laughs> <laughs> straight up, no. <laughs> I mean, Grizz. I mean, Grizz. I go back up, but I mean, he's he's. I don't know if he's going to come in. You know, set the team on fire if that happens. But uh, with Cam, I mean, it's like a, you know, smoke him if you got him. You know, if you got him, stay with him. You know, I, I kind of with kind of with swags. I'm not going to go you know crazy to try to get him, but um, he did have his best you know passing year since what I don't know three yeah, four year, year probably yeah yeah fourteen fifteen or whatever that year was. Uh, I mean, if he would have finished out the year, you know, he's a you know, 300 point scorer in a standard. So, uh, he probably, I mean, for sure, he's not going to be running as much. They're definitely going to try to protect him. And I think his running numbers were down for sure last year, but, uh, I mean, come on, it's still Cam. I mean, that guy's going to put up, yeah. he's going to put up points. So he, he he's not going to be a guy that you're going to worry about. Oh, am I going to get, you know, 250 or 240? He's going to be, you know, a 300 point scorer for you. So. Uh, he got Will Greer's best him. case scenario would probably be Cam staying healthy for a little bit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because he he doesn't have the you know they don't have the line where it needs to be yet, and the weapons are still inexperienced. So yeah. I mean that could be a recipe for disaster. But uh, you know Greer got that gun. And he's he's mature, but yeah, it's not not the best uh, situation just yet for him. Yeah. Two drink. You back? Um. No. No. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Let me know. What are, I'm Maybe putting it on the poll. Keep going. All right. All Mr. Right. Lamar Wait. Jackson. Yes. Lamar Jackson. We will start with Tony on this one. Tony, you buying or selling Lamar Jackson? That's my guy. I mean, I'm, okay. I, I love me some Lamar Jackson. I mean, I think he's going to. 
he has some struggles throwing, but I mean, he's going to come around. I mean, he's going to, he's definitely going to, I'm expecting him to show some improvement this year, but uh, that's just, I mean, he's too explosive of a guy to, to, you know, try to sell. That's the guy you, you want to get your hands on and he's going to, he's going to pay off for sure. Okay. So what's, what are you paying for Lamar Jackson? You paying like two, at least two first round rookie picks coming up? Like Tyler first, Murray or Lamar Jackson? There you go. Good question. Hmm. You want to hit me with that, huh? Bang. Yep, coming at you. Oh, really? <laughs> I still go with my guy, Lamar. Lamar, that's my okay. guy. That That is my guy. I got to go with him. Uh, I'm still, you know, going to ride with Lamar. That's that's a guy I've loved for, you know, years when he was in Louisville. So I'll ride with him. And, uh, yeah, you got you to get, you know, a little more than just one prick for sure. So you're going to get, you know, kind of try to stack up some picks. Two ones, two ones would be real good for him. Okay. Swags, thoughts on Lamar? Um, I, I mean, I'm not interested. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Tony. Like the one thing, like you said, he had struggles throwing. I just feel like he didn't throw enough to have struggles throwing. Like I'd like to see him throw more and see what happens then. Like, I like that they added a couple weapons. Who knows what Boykins is going to be though. And yeah, I don't know, man. I just can't get on board with this guy. Like I, I was completely turned off the week that he ran the ball 27 times. It, it ended anything, any chance of me loving the guy ended that week. 27 runs for any quarterback and I'm out, especially in dynasty. So what's, what's the offer you're taking for, for Lamar? Are you taking uh, you know, if, a first, I should say a first. We'll, we'll talk players. So I would take. Take the I would Murray, go, the Murray trade. Yeah, I'll you take, take one hundred one. I would take one hundred one. Okay. You like Murray more? I'd probably take one hundred two. So you like Haskins more as well? Um, I mean, at that point, I might You're take like a David Montgomery or somebody like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to like David cut, Montgomery too much. Let's cut Lamar some credit. I mean, he had Willie Sneed. Uh, yeah, I know Gus John Brown, Edwards? John Gus Brown, Crabtree, Gus Edwards. He had Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst. Uh, but I mean, he had. I, I don't love the receiving core or anything, but I mean, he he had some guys. Crabtree's been successful in other offenses. John Brown. I mean, everybody likes him until he doesn't do anything. So he had some stuff. <laughs> He's good at running far and fast. That's right. <laughs> That's right. If you can see him, yeah. Will, what are you thinking, man? I I think Lamar is a tremendous player to watch. I would have a tremendous amount of fun watching him play. I would be hesitant in a dynasty league to pick him up, to be honest. You just don't don't like his future outlook, just running so much, or what's what's the thought? Well, no, I would say like the running. I mean, like RG three changed everything. Mm-hmm. When that guy got hurt, that that made everything. I, I felt like it was kind of like a reset button where it's like, okay, it this is what heart. can happen. I, I mean, it's fun. Like, I mean, like how much, it was fun to watch RG three that year, but was it worth, what was it worth, you know, basically never being able to be that good again? No. And in case of, in the case of dynasty, you know, if this is redraft, yeah, I might take a shot on Lamar Jackson this year. Absolutely. But in dynasty, man, I'm really hesitant. I'm extremely hesitant. So, so let's stay there super oh, quick, sorry, though. Like, if you own Lamar Jackson, like, how interested are you in acquiring Robert Griffin III? Um, the better like, quarterback on the team. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of those, we're going to do some kind of time travel things. Like, you can have 2012 Robert Griffin III. It's like, wow. Stole, okay. Stole. Yep. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I don't think I'd still, still don't think I would do that one. I don't think I would give him up for that. 
If I had, no, no, oh, I'm not saying for a straight, but up, like, oh, <sighs> that's tough, man. I don't know if I have an answer for that one. Trace mix too early. Yeah, right. I, you know, my father-in-law is Penn State, and I was like, man, are you gonna be excited because I know you're 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 a Steelers guy. You're gonna be excited to see your boy as a Raven, <laughs> which I can't wait to see. I I'll be interested to see how that works out since that's gonna be this new trend of like, you know, this guy can be a good utility guy. Maybe he can do the Josh McCown. Maybe he runs a couple of routes that are really cool. There you go. I can dig it. Two drink. What are you thinking, brother? Lamar uh, Jackson. So- I I want Cam from before. I'm gonna back up for a second, just real quick. <laughs> Cam from before. I'm not I'm not ready to sell short on him because I definitely feel like you're gonna have to right now. I'm not saying he's Andrew Luck, but Andrew Luck didn't play that whole year. Came back, and I feel like his value is right back to where it was. Again, I'm not saying that's what Cam is, but they are bringing more weapons there. So no, not selling Cam yet. Okay, uh, Lamar Jackson. Would I want to play him. I, um yeah i don't i don't have an issue buying him i'm not worried about it i guess i'll put it that way especially right now if i'm getting them from all you people freaking out i i think haskins not interested i think haskins and penny is 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 uh something i'm willing to take my quote-unquote risk on for cam for him to return to top five quarterback because haskins don't have that in him as much as like haskins he ain't top five in his league cam still has that ability i believe uh to lamar jackson i I, I want to play. I like what they've done around him. Um, I get that we could be worried with his style, but I don't think that's the same we're going to see this year moving forward. Um, if if you brought it to Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, though, I think I want to play more with Kyler Murray. Um, I think that offense is more designed to be better for him. I think Harbaugh is trying to make it work for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Kingsbury knows what's to do with Murray. You know what I mean? And is if year one has already brought the pieces around, so they can grow together with their bumps and bruises, not now trying to figure it out on the fly with Lamar. I get it's hashtag only June, and I believe it was only May when that news came out of Lamar Jackson not even realizing that they were changing the offense this year. That's stupid. Like, come on. You you should know just with the weapons that they brought in, like a lot of things are going to change there. But I do like a lot of those weapons too, Spags. You know I'm big on Marquise Brown this year. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, give me give me Kyler over Lamar, but I'm I'm willing to risk it on Lamar. I it, it is short term, and and you might get burned if you you know buy into it even for the full year or anything after that. But the upside is 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 wow. Yeah, is it's is is video game numbers close to Patrick Mahomes in in total? Maybe not in in yardage like for. For fantasy, you know, with the with the passing numbers, but because of the legs and how it's spread around, I, I don't think it's that crazy to think total number, you know, could be fairly close if everything goes right. Interesting call. All right, I get that, that too happen. far, Steve. Uh, I would say, you know, best case, like best season of Michael Vick you could ever imagine, maybe. Like right. that's more, that's more okay. what I'm thinking. Like, I like think the you first... went too far. But that's I know fine. what you're that's saying, fine. though, and I even think, like, yeah. to to all your points, I think that somebody like Mark Ingram is going to open up that game a little bit for him too. He, I mean, you can say whatever you want about Gus yeah. Edwards and whoever, but they didn't have a running back like Mark Ingram on the field last year. Well, even even like I, uh, I'm very intrigued in Justice Hill. Swags for whatever reason, your boy Dixon is still there, and that's more of a, a passing option. Um, I think both you and I. And and I think most other people at least see some maturation for the tight ends and Andrews and Hurst if they stay yep. healthy. Uh, Andrews could be the the leading receiver on this team, and that that's not that crazy yep. to to think of. You know what I mean? Just how they use him. 
So, and he's a huge target, not the little tiny, you know, five foot seven Marquise Brown kind of guy. So there, there's a lot of interesting weapons there. It does have to go right, but, but numbers could be large. Maybe uh, Mahomes, you know, from last year is, I'm, I'm thinking more like Mahomes this year, you know what I mean? That's the absolute ceiling. But 12, eight, eight to 1200 yards rushing is, is not crazy to me. Who so, plays more games, Cam or Lamar? This year? Yep. <sighs> yeah, that's the problem. Like, no, it's just not that fun sure. for me. But if I'm, if I'm, but we expect that from Cam almost every year. You know what I mean? And and I get that you're out. But even last year, we had him as what, like a, a top, probably eight quarterback at worst. Yep. And I think most of us had him at like five. You know what I mean? So, and we knew he was going to play probably only 14 games last year. Right. He is the Leonard Fournette of quarterbacks. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's get it moving now. We we need fourteen from both of them. All right, I'll yep. get this out of the way. I am buying Todd Gurley. I know, I know. Swags, so, you and I are both buying Todd Gurley. Uh, Will Todd Gurley? What are you doing, buying or selling? Buying. Awesome, Tony. Todd Gurley, man, what are you doing with, with Gurley? Yeah, you got to buy. You, you got to buy till he tells you otherwise. I mean, you, you, you yeah, for sure. All right, two drink. Are you in on Gurley? I'm not going to go fast. Sorry. Um, He's younger than Moncrief. I want to remind you. (laughs) Moncrief is young. Thank you. You know what? I will take Gurley over Moncrief. (laughs) Yes. Consensus. Gurley over Moncrief. It's close. It was a close decision. I I made a trade. It's been like a week and a half now. Uh, We didn't get to it last week. I'm just going to bring it up here. Um, Superflex 12 team full PBR quarter carry 1.75 PPR tight end. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Damian Williams. Or Todd Gurley, Marquise Brown, and a twenty twenty second. That's how I'm going to answer this question. Yeah, I'll take the Todd Gurley side as well. Say Steve, it one more time. Say it one more time. Uh, Cooper Cup, yep. Tyreek Hill, Damian Williams, or Todd Gurley, Marquise Brown, and a twenty twenty second. Yeah, I'm in Gurley. I'm with Gurley. William, Tony G went I'm Gurley. With I'm with it. Shout out to Ethan Mosia. Dino Diagnostics made that trade with. I took the Gurley side. That's one of my very few shares of Gurley, and I gave up people I love. But sometimes you roll the dice. Yep. All right, let's go to Sony Michelle. We'll start with Tony G on this one. Are you buying or selling Sony Michelle? Ah, uh, Sony. Oh, that that is my guy. But I mean, it it just keeps coming up. You know, I mean, he's he just what had his had that scope. He's gonna mm-hmm. missing training camp, all that. Oh, I mean, when he was there. You can just see what's gonna what can happen with him in that offense. I mean, God, that's a hard that's a hard hard one. Um, I think him being you know so young and not really getting pounded and already having trouble it scares me. It definitely definitely would scare me. So uh, if I was you know risk adverse, I would try to get the best thing I can get and you know ship him off. Okay, is there Quick any edge, running? And... Yeah, a little bit. Uh, is there <laughs> any running back in this class you would take over Sony Michelle? Hmm. Now, if we're excluding health, probably, just straight, straight in, a, in a trade, straight up in a trade, I'm going to give you David Montgomery for Sony Michelle. Uh, no. Okay. Josh Jacobs. No. Josh Jacobs for Sony Michelle. Josh Jacobs, I probably, I would probably take Josh Jacobs. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I would take. I, thinking about it, I don't think I would take anybody else other than Josh Jacobs out there, just because of where he's at, what he, what workload he's going to get, and I know the the talent the guy is. But uh, yeah, hmm. I would think Jacobs would probably be the only guy I would I would take over him. Shoot, I might do that, and I love some Sony. I want to buy Sony to answer the question, but yes, maybe not for Josh Jacobs. I, I, I thought I was going to take Sony over all of them, and then I said Josh Jacobs. I was like, hmm, 
I tricked myself. Jacobs right? is nice. Jacobs is nice, man. He's he's there's less to worry about and it feels and cleaner great cleaner situation. for touches. Right. <laughs> I don't have to worry about Belichick getting pissed at Sony for being three minutes late to practice. <laughs> Rex Burkhead has the next seven right. series, you're out. This is a Brandon Bolden game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take Jacobs, but then it's Sony over the others, I guess. Okay. Will, Sony Michelle, buying or selling? I don't want to talk about stuff in a Montgomery crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy him. I'd buy him. Okay. All right. Uh, Swags, did you say you're buying Sony? I'd probably hold, to be honest with okay. you. Like, I find that I don't want to move the shares I have, but I'm not going out to There's a him. smart answer. That's a smart so, answer. I don't know, man. I feel like it, there's a little bit too much shade around anytime we hear about general maintenance to these guys in the off season. I mean, it's part of their job, like it or not. These guys are going to, but that's why you should buy. That's why you should buy then. Yeah. Cause there's plenty of people kind of freaked out. And if you can get it for any discount, and you still believe in it, then, then buy, don't sell, but, but maybe, what, what am maybe, what's the discount though? Cause <laughs> well, I'm telling I don't you know. as a that's, Sony, that's hour, Sony owner, I don't want to give you one. Bro, you're so stubborn though. Like you're way <laughs> different than other people. There are legit people freaking out. I will pay up for what I want though. Sure, but you, yeah, but you do not give discounts like this. You're like, no, it's just news. Bah, get out of here. So it's, there are other people that like will instantly freak out and trade on that on sure, a just sure. sleeper bot. You know, alert comes on your phone, and and before you know it, you look down, you got a trade offer yeah, from this guy. What do in I have to team, give you? You know what I mean? Rashad Penny. You can't no any more than that. Get out, yeah, Sony. Get him, stop it. Rashad you're Penny. Like, you're getting too high dude, on Penny. I'll take him going, over Sony far. right now. Put it on the board. Done. Oh my god. god! So done, bro. All right, I, I was here to witness this. Wow. Yeah, oh, I'm so, so glad Sony you will. Shot. Think of me when it happens at the end of the year. <laughs> Sony versus Penny. That guy's a genius. Swags. That third mic. Put that shit on, bro. Tell me why not. What do you mean? Because Chris Carson. Did you not listen to Bob Lung? I'm gonna pull your stunt right now. Because Chris. Did you Carson. not listen to our last show? Did you not Chris listen Carson. to our last show? Did you not listen? They to don't our have last Mike show? Davis there anymore. <laughs> McKissick still running around somewhat. Seattle ran the ball close to 500 times. They yeah, and that and that offensive corner that does that is now on your freaking team for carry on John. <laughs> right. But that they're still going to run the garbage. ball. You know Pete Carroll's going to sure. run the ball. Yeah, the defense sure, isn't what it used to be. Even worse. Even worse. And I mean, you can't run the ball when you're down by three touchdowns. He had a 75 percent catch rate last year. Sweet. I, mean, I feel like Ketrit's an over. All the targets that went to Mike Davis are going to go to Penny, you have to assume, right? Or McKissick. Yeah. Or Aston. Oh, get out of size. town with that. It's Penny time. <laughs> I like some pro sides. I like some, some pro sides. He might, he might cut into that for sure. Tony, oh. stop it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, hurt, he's hurt already, by the way. Pro sides, like, did left, like, uh, just put that. Exercise. Put I, it I on loop, bro. Tony just heard him talking about him. <laughs> he did. I mean, he heard the my decisions. All right, let's move on now. We got off the rails on on Rashad Penny. This, we we don't have to talk about the rails. Uh, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> right. buying or selling? Uh, um, I did sell him in that other one. Yep. Uh, in that other trade, but I'm not against also trying to acquire him if I can get him for for even cheaper than what I just moved him for. Okay. I'm I'm not s- scared. Isn't the right word. <sighs> I I I'm get a buyer that. Now. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I think it's moved far enough. Uh, it, it's not a whole year. 
I, I really don't think it is. You know what I mean? I feel like it's eight games, and and the longer it goes, I don't know why, but it 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 feels like it could be even less as we go. He, um, he could play and, eight and games if you want and not to fight it, any rookie in the league this year. So true, so true. And the and the upside that you're going to get on whenever it is, it's coming back. You know what I mean uh, for your team, and then moving forward. I think he's still under contract with them through next year too on the cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were going to extend him before all this news and make him, you know, up there, but they don't have to do that now and they can still play him out next year. So for dynasty, yeah, I, he definitely feels like a buy, especially if you're getting the, again, the guy that's just wants out now or, you know, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to play this game anymore. Fantasy alone. I mean, you don't have to like the guy, but fantasy alone, he, I mean, he was wide receiver one in some formats last year, and what top ten the year before, right? So you're getting that Look, for and if, nothing. If if you don't want POSs on your team, do you? Right? I have right. no problem if you just want out, and the, you know what I mean. Fine, I totally get it. That's how you want to play. This is your team. You got to make it fun for you. But if you put that aside and just have it on your team, the points that you get, I think it's worth going out and trying to get right now. I mean, I, I. I think a, a twenty twenty first does that do it? If you you're going more. that route, if you don't want pieces of shit on your team, I mean, there's a lot more to get rid of than Tyreek Hill. That's just recent news. Let's not forget that 100%. this is just the NFL. There's lots of pieces of crap. Like this is a valuable asset in our game. I'm not saying he's a good human. All right, this because this is what I do. Sorry, Steve. Uh, at M Zoltan nine twelve team PPR Superflex trade Tyreek Hill or Mariota, Andy Isabella in a twenty twenty first. Let's just go right to it, right? God, it's super flex. It is super Mariota's flex. there. We get we hit Tony G with the Isabella. Not even gonna let him talk about that earlier. Like I said, I'm jumping right to it, and I get a first. Uh, Here's that first was this year. So because I mean, by next year when Tyree kills done being suspended, you're probably gonna wish you, you had Tyree kill you, again. Yeah, you won't get it for this, especially when Mariota's a backup somewhere next year, right? You know, so yeah. if you got a player this year, you're at least putting points into your squad to make that first a little bit later or something but i mean man yeah that's a tough one and i love those 2020s yeah i like i like that 2020 pick i mean give you some capital those wide receivers coming out are going to be you know really nice so yeah you got you got a lot of capital to try to get your top guy i mean that that could make up for the loss of that of some points from him i think i'm taking tyreek still if 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 the offense in Tennessee turns it around and Mariota returns to what he was, what, like his rookie year was solid. Even year two was pretty good, right? Three and four is when it's hit the crap. Three crack and four and have been terrible. Right? One, one and two were, were solid. Yeah. You feel like the op- the weapons around him are okay. Is is he Does he tip the scale the other way regardless of Tyreek if he turns it around? Or does anybody see uh, the possibility of that, I guess? I'm not the hugest Mariota guy, so I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I was a Mariota that way, but I was after year one, year two. I was a big fan, but but healthy Delaney, right? Like uh, I'm throwing big ifs here, but healthy Delaney, AJ Brown, you know, uh, emerges, you know, fairly soon, and Corey Davis takes a step up that everybody's been praying to see for four years now, three years, whatever. (sighs) He has no excuses, right? He's got no excuses anymore. Mm -hmm. It it should have been put up or shut up last year, but then he got hurt. So I, I kind of want to see it for Mariota first before I buy in. That's my take. Yeah. Will, what yeah. do you think, man? Are you talking about the trade or just Tyreek in general? Uh, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely am buying all of Tyreek, and I'm just hoping that 
you know, by week eight or where, if it, that's the latest he comes back or after week eight, that it's just going to make such a difference in my leagues. And th- mm-hmm. that trade, that trade is tough because I've waited as you guys have been talking on both sides of it. Um, I'd probably be favoring that trade just because of that 2020, you guys didn't put the nail on the head when it came to that 2020 part of it. So I would buy him and I would probably do that trade though at the same time. Right. So you like the other, you like the other side with um, Isabella, Mariota, and the first. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tony, thoughts on Tyreek and the trade, real quick. Yeah, I, I would do that trade. I mean, uh, I, I'm all about getting those 2021. So, and, okay. uh, you know, Tyreek, uh, I just you know took over an orphaned with Tyreek on there, so I'm in that dilemma. But I think I'm a probably hold him for now, not go crazy and you know sell off. But uh, I was. You know, presented that offer, I might, I would, I would probably take that offer. Okay. Uh, Chris Godwin, next one. We'll start with Swags on this one. Marietta won the poll, sixty-two percent. Okay. Steve, thank Godwin's you. Godwin's your guy. You're smart people. Godwin is my guy. Uh, yeah. And at this point, I'm holding because I yeah, want to see. I, what I would absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with God Godwin in that offense. Yep. I think they're going to pass it a ton. Um. Yeah, they're already saying they they like him a lot. I mean, Bruce Arians himself. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Steve, you were on this one earlier than anybody I know. At least, like, to the extent that you were. And mm-hmm. um, I wish I listened to you a little bit earlier. I'm definitely on it now. So it's a lot harder to get him now. I think the price is a little bit crazy, though. Price like, is a lot. I was high. just doing a startup draft, and to me, this is insane. But he went before like. Calvin Ridley, which I'm sorry, like that's not right to me. He went before Tyler Lockett. He went before Mike Williams. He went before like real football players. So, um, I could see the Williams. I could see before Williams. You shut uh, your face. I can see it. I don't agree with the Lockett side, or and I definitely don't agree with the with the Ridley. So for me, that was a little Ridley's, early. Yeah, um, because yeah, Godwin still yeah. has a young stud receiver next to him. But yeah, I mean it's crazy. He's asking well, so does Ridley. Yeah, but who is also thirty and gets hurt all the time? He's but he's going to have a new contract. True, he's going to be there. You know, he's mm-hmm. still Julio Jones. Julio Jones over Mike Evans all day. Agreed. Yep, totally agree. My, I have a team that's not so good, and I'm going to give you my just one. 20, you shut your face. <laughs> I have a twenty. I set myself up so easy. Yep. Yep. Slam dunk. <laughs> my team is garbage, and I'm going to give you my twenty twenty first for Chris Godwin. Now you're gonna make my team a little better with I, that. I take probably the not first. Great. I'll take that twenty twenty. So it's probably mid at like worst, right? I don't think I'll be able to get the twenty twenty for you from you next year during that draft for Godwin. Right. Once the draft, yeah, there, think, you'll be excited to pick. I think I said my cutoff was like a mid first, like one oh six. So yeah, I take the first. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Thielen versus Diggs. Big time debate between the Vikings receivers. This start- is the year. This is the year. Diggs. Is, is, we've been saying it, right? You're I know, but this Diggs is side. actually the year. Like, okay. I was, I was telling you before that this is year. Oh, this, okay. Because it was this one. You I sure? Yes. Not 2021? No, no, no. This one right now. It's the one I was okay. trying to tell you. Okay, cool. <laughs> they, Two drinks on the Diggs train. Uh, Tony, Diggs or Thielen? Ah, uh, man, it's 1A, 1B, but uh, for me, I would, you know, go lean Diggs because, you know, he's, what, four years younger than Thielen for Dynasty? So uh, that would be the only deciding factor. Other than that, these guys are, like, 
damn near equal. But Thielen's been, you know, out outperforming him in stat wise. So uh, I, I would, I don't blame people for Thielen, but I would, I would probably go Diggs for me. Okay, Will Thielen or Diggs? Diggs all the way. I owned Diggs last year and it paid off, and I would be happy to own him again this year in the in the ongoing seasons compared to Thielen. Swags. Uh, I'm gonna ride the train as well. Clean sweep, Diggs just, over Thielen. Just 2019. Does it change? Redraft. If we're doing redraft, I think, I'm gonna call uh, it weekly. I'm tired of redraft. It's weekly. okay. Weekly, but everything's weekly, right? When you really get to it, fantasy is a weekly game. That's You're right. welcome. Uh, redraft on Michael Thielen, actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll or still go digs just for IAPs. To be honest with you, it's it's still digs. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't. If you have digs, you could get Thielen plus. I almost feel like, but it's not coming the other way. I think it's fair. No? That's a fair, fair statement. I think it's a fair statement. And don't get uh, me wrong, I get it. Like for both sides of that, but I'm still going digs. Yep. Not arguing it a ton though. I totally get both sides of it. I mean, both I think are good wide receivers. It's they got it going on. Like buy them up. I'm not saying like sell, but yeah, I'm still going digs. Feeling in a second or digs dynasty. Digs. D- digs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, digs. <laughs> Nice convection there, Steve. I like it. I know. I was <laughs> that was a tough debate in my head. Emphatic. <laughs> yep. That's what I do. All right. <laughs> next one, and we'll we'll knock out two one two real quick. Uh so Nikhil Harry, we'll start with Tony G on this one. You buying or selling? I'm buying. I yep. mean, I, I like I like the kid a lot. I mean, uh he definitely has his, you know, struggles and you know, people are freaking out over some, you know, training camp notes are coming out, but uh I mean yeah, you got to go with the kid. He's 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 a special player. DK Metcalf and a twenty twenty second or to kill Harry Tony. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> uh, Metcalf. Let's go. Metcalf and the pick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Metcalf. And the pick. So it's close. I'm he's taking close the pick side to that as well, though, and I like Harry a lot. You yeah. like Harry more than anybody I know. Hey man, thought I was high on him. Do you, man? He gets to play with Tom Brady this year. This year, that's right. That's could just be it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and but the, I think like one of the biggest like we'll call it rants that I, I had about Harry, like I was kind of talking about his production that I feel will be there in 2019 with Tom Brady. Yeah. And and I I think that they're going to use the kid right away. I hate like the narrative like he hasn't you know like Patriots do so bad with wide receivers and but they never draft him here like right. He was the first wide receiver. Well, no, he wasn't. Marquise Brown, that mistake happened. But then after that, like... Wow. Yeah, dude, you know it's true. Come on. Stop it. like Marquise Brown all you want, but you're telling me he was the best wide receiver in the draft this year? I mean, first wide receiver taken. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) These GMs make a lot of money. They're making a So where did Taylor Austin go? No, I have Harry. I mean, Kevin White, Amber Sharp, Perriman, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I like so, Harry a lot. I'm not okay. I'm not found that. Will I'm, t- I'm also taking DK in the pick though, just okay. like you, Joker. I as much as I love Harry, that that trade is awesome. I would take yeah. that trade all day long. Absolutely. Okay. It's not awesome if we all pick the same side. Harry will be <laughs> a, Harry will be a, a high end wide receiver too this year. Yeah, I think that's too high for me, but I, I I won't make you rant again. That is a solid rant. I don't even want to, okay? I know. You're right. <laughs> Let's talk about David Montgomery. Last one, David Montgomery. 
All right. We'll start with uh, two drink on this one. Buying or selling Dave Montgomery. Uh, there's no discount right now, but oh. I I still like Montgomery more than Sanders. So if if I get a discount because of you know because of perceived value that way in the league, I'm I'm still gonna take it. Okay. Uh, Montgomery's still two for me, running back west okay. in this class. I'm all about David Montgomery. I'll so you're totally on straight up. Well, okay, that's that's a legit offer. All right, Woo. straight up. I'd like to get a piece straight back, up. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'll do it. I'll pull the trigger on that. I'll give you a piece. You don't want to do it? What do you want me to add Man. to it? I would do. I would do it for Kerrigan. Yep, absolutely. Especially with the rumors that Theo Riddick might not make the roster. That that Bears defense. Running the clock yeah. with the with the run game. Not worried about Mike Davis. <laughs> Not worried about Tariq Cohen. Cohen's going to get his. Yeah, Cohen's going to get his. But, yeah. I mean, I think that Montgomery's better than Howard, and Howard's still got his as much as we hate Howard. Yep. I mean, Dave Montgomery's an upgrade there. Agreed. I don't Go know. Ahead, what what Lions yeah, running back had 1,000 yards last year? I Man, don't know, you were traded with the Bears. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a fair point. Uh <sighs> But Montgomery was what at the highest was like one hundred three in a super flex league, max yeah, highest. Yep, probably probably four or five in, in a couple other leagues, depending on who who was there. Mm-hmm. Pre draft, you weren't getting. You know what I mean? You you couldn't trade Carry on Johnson for the one hundred three. Like I don't think that was happening. And now I can do it. And you know I like Montgomery, but I don't have to worry about the Tyreek Hill or not Tyreek Hill, the Tyreek Cohen there. And and Neville is there as offensive coordinator. I think yeah, the O line is CJ improved. There. Last That's, year we okay. weren't going to have to worry about Blunt, but we did. Yeah, I'm gonna. Man, it's tough. I think Carry On outscores Montgomery this Put it year. On but the I think board. Close. Fine. Done. <laughs> on the board. Like they're my nothing. Man. To this do. is like the easiest wins all you've given me. Do you, right, yeah, because I mean, I have a huge lead on you, so I can't make it so gross, <laughs> you know, before the season even starts. You usually get like three players to my one. I haven't pulled any of those lately. <laughs> <sighs> but Johnson, I mean, it's close. What, what is right? Carry like, on Johnson? Tony, Tony, what are you taking? David Montgomery or Carry on Johnson? Carry on. Look, let's oh, look okay. carry on Johnson in the consistency guide, listeners. Like, if you got that, like, check that out. But Montgomery's not on there, and Mike Davis is. Well, look at Jordan Howard. Howard. Right. I know that's my argument last week, so I can't use that. Against <laughs> 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 me here. <laughs> I like Montgomery. You know I do. I'm taking carry on over him. Will. I'm not giving you no pieces added, though, because you've been talking him up. I'm about to ask no, I'll for do something. it straight up. I'll do it straight up. <laughs> I'll give you I'll something. Take Montgomery. All right. Man. Get out of here. Yeah, I'll add to it if we need to get it done. You're saying no? Like, I'll add to it. Not a lot, but I will add to it. Give me a third. To drink and feel good about it. Absolutely. It's yours. Like, a low-end tight end or something like that, or wide receivers, little stash for you. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, I got plenty of wide receivers. I'll throw you. I am all about selling carry-on. Or you're throwing me? Yeah. Okay. And and Galladay. You've been selling Galladay, too. No. Your team's trash is what you're telling me. You want no pieces of it. I'm, I'm, I, I don't understand why we got so excited about these players so early. They haven't even done anything. What they've done is like comparable to other players that we just shit on all the time. But these guys are just the shit to us. 
It's crazy. Like people are going out and young. trading carry on Johnson for Todd Gurley somehow. And Todd Gurley's like doubles because there are people every freaking season. Out. Like Absolutely. all those other players I was talking but about. Carry on like puts up half of what he does in production, like fantasy points. I'm not just talking yards, but I mean, fantasy points like Gurley doubles. Sure. That. But if you believe Gurley's knees are done, one is more than zero. So if carry on Johnson is just how playing, good are carry on's knees? Well, his, his issues are hamstring is what he usually dealt with in but college and stuff issue. like that. Well, sure. It's a running back. Like, legs will always be an issue. I don't know, man. I'm not yeah. take, I mean, it's girly over carry-on. I'm not. Right, sure. Right, don't take me wrong. And over Moncrief, if you remember I, I, from but the, And that, that was an extreme <laughs> yes, that I've seen out there, but I just think the carry-on hype no, like, gotcha. kind of got out of hand. He's a RB2. That's awesome. Like, he's a valuable asset in – in so the community, Montgomery, don't get me wrong, but he's an RB2. And you believe Montgomery has RB1 upside along with Cohen? Because Cohen I, finished, what, like between like 12 and 14 in, in like full PPR, right? I think that, and I, I'm not trying to be a broken record, but I think if Jordan Howard can have a 1,000 yards in that offense, then Montgomery can in an offense um, that is now yeah. better with a great defense. Absolutely, sure. dude. And and I, I'm more I have, interested in the no unknown issue. than the known that's being hyped for being a running back two that didn't even play the whole season, his first game. Like, I mean, yeah, people are so worried about Sony that put up the numbers he did at the end of the year, but we're all about carry on. I just think it's a little backwards. Well, makes yeah. a good point. Yeah. So I think a good point. For sure. I mean, it could be the, the severity of the two. I mean, Sony's, you know, a little, a little more severe and concerning than carry on's injury. So uh, yeah, they're both injury prone, but uh, I'll take a hammy over and knee any day. There yeah. you go. All right, Will, talk to me about the no extra points podumentary, man. So, all right, the 2018 NFL season was my first time playing fantasy. It was great. I had a lot of fun. I finally got to play. It was great. Uh, play the playoff fantasy. That was fun again. And then once it ended, it was like, man, just, you know, you, you, you want to keep it going. You want to carry it over, keep rolling. And so the AAF came along, the Alliance of American Football, which just outside of fantasy was like, oh, wow, there's a spring league. So what's this going to be like? Because every other time it's kind of sucked and it hasn't been around for very long. So it was it was interesting then to think about like, okay, is there going to be fantasy for this? Well, it was all kind of vague. The AAF was saying, oh, we're going to do something through the app. We're going to do something through the app. Well, I'll tell you what they did through the app. It wasn't fantasy football, at least the way that we all think about it. So. When it comes to the NFL, of course, you can go to Yahoo, you can go to ESPN. There are so many different platforms that carry fantasy football. The AAF had none of those. There was no place to do it. And people were wanting to play. So this guy in Memphis, just one day, because the AAF was thinking, was in one of the few ways it was thinking ahead, had this API where it was recording all this data and making it accessible to programmers. So he th- he comes up with this idea, I am going to create a fantasy, an AAF fan, season long fantasy league or a platform. So people can go create teams and start drafting and start playing. And it was like his expectations in the beginning were like 10 teams, maybe 10 guys would create teams, something like that. It ends up being thousands, thousands of people end up getting on this site and creating teams. And it becomes this thing that becomes a little bit more than just a hobby since this guy has a day job. And then you have another guy in another place. It's like, you know what? I can do this. I can go on the other side and create an analytics site, a completely from scratch analytics site using that same API that gives players a chance to be like, okay, 
if I'm going to play this player, why am I going to? So we come up with projections. You come up with all these different things that allow players then to be able to make their decisions. So I thought this was really fascinating because it really made the league a lot more fun, a lot more easy to watch when you're playing with uh, unknowns. Like outside of Trent Richardson, if you could name like even three AAF guys, that would be incredible. So that's what made this a lot more fun for just even watching. It was like, hey, these guys created, they created fantasy football. It was really in the vein of what started all this in the first place, which was the story of the rotisserie chicken restaurant in New York way back, like years ago that started this with fantasy baseball. So I thought this story was really fascinating because I was partaking in it, but watching it grow and seeing Matthew Berry tweet about it, seeing people that are in high analyst roles, very recognizable analyst roles, tweet about it and talk about it. It's like, this is really cool. This is something. And I'm somebody who loves 30 for 30. I'm sure everyone on here has watched or listened with 30 for 30, uh, even podcasts. And so in my mind, I'm like, what, why can't I do this? So I want to tell this story. So what I did was after the league, unfortunately shut down, spoiler alert, uh, uh, <laughs> after, after the league shut down, it became, it became a point of mine. I was like, I want to tell this story. So I interviewed both those guys, I interviewed another guy who created a podcast. This is a story about content creators. It's about people that create, that wanted to create something based on their love of this short lived league. And it's called no extra points, which was this really cool, it, that was the name of the analytics site. No extra points. There was no extra points literally in the AEF. You couldn't kick an extra point after right. you scored a touchdown. You could only go for two. That's where the kind of the name comes from. It kind of has this interesting, ominous kind of feel that there wouldn't be any more points for this league after week eight. So it's a podumentary. It's a podcast documentary. It's available on Anchor. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can go download it. If you're on a desktop, though, you can go to anchor.fm slash no extra points. And it's available through iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, however you listen to podcasts, you can go find it. it runs about an hour long, and it's got a good mix of the storylines, the things that kind of define the AAF, such as Johnny Manziel coming into the league, as well as the ownership changeover after week one. So it's a, I think it's a fun time. And I think it's, if, if nothing else, like my goal was I want to try and make a 30 for 30. Like instead of waiting for them to tell the story that I want to hear, I'm going to go make the story that I want to hear that hopefully other people want to hear too, that maybe aren't just fans of the AEF. If you're fans of fantasy, like we talk about this stuff, like we come up, we, we go on podcasts, we write articles talking about what's going on in the NFL. This guy created an entire platform, which I just thought was the most inspiring thing. So that's what this podcast is about. It's about like what this league was founded upon, which was second chances and first chances for those that never got one. That's the same for a lot of these creators. Like this is their chance to be a part of something. So that's what No Extra Points is about. Awesome, man. Uh, it's super cool. So check it out. Like you said, anywhere you download your podcast and then give that URL one more time for Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash no extra points. Awesome. So now let's hear a little bit from the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. 
and we have an actual graduate of the Scouting Academy. Tony, tell me about the Scouting Academy, man. Tell me how awesome that curriculum was. Well, it, it, it was it was uh, it was tough. I mean, we went through it as a, as a guest, so we didn't do the actual uh, graduate full length. We went through a guest through as a through DFF. So um, I went through the program. You know, it, it was amazing. I mean, from day one, you know, shit got real. Uh, you you get in there and you you think you really know how to evaluate tape, and you think you know how to write a uh, uh, scouting report, and it, it it really opened your eyes. It, it was an amazing experience. I'm looking forward to, to doing that again because that is a goal. I'm going to do that again and uh, run through it as an actual participant this time. And uh, you know, working with Dan Hatman, uh, I call him Mr. Hatman because that guy. I mean, geez, he just has such knowledge, and and he can just ramble off things that you wouldn't you, you just sit there for hours and listen to him uh being able to work with him one-on-one while you do your reports is, is invaluable uh he he gives you such insight and different ways to look at things that you just were like why did i never think of that so uh it's it's definitely an experience and if anybody wants to really you know get serious about football and it, career-wise uh they, they have to do it uh and they do a great job of getting their their alumni active and and positions and opportunities and keep them updated you get you know emails constantly about opportunities that are out there so they do a great job for their alumni uh, i mean i can't can't say enough about it it's it's a great program and uh highly 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 recommend it for anybody awesome and building off of that man let's i know you do want to give away the entirety of the rookie guide but give me some quiet rookies that are coming into the league now after watching their tape that you're feeling good about and then not so hot about Give me some, uh, give me some names and give me one reason why for each of these guys. Oh yeah, we got some, you know, some really good guys in, in this guide. I mean, it, it goes all the way through even undrafted free agents. So we have, I think, over thirty undrafted free agents that you can uh, read about in in our guide. So uh, one of them is Divine Zigbo. Uh, I have no clue how this guy didn't get drafted, but he's one of my highest guys out there. I love Zigbo. He's he's uh, you know, one of those guys they call him a bruising back, but. He, he's also got the foot quickness to make people miss. So he's going to be a really good guy to watch. He's in he's in, in New Orleans, so they got a couple backs there, but he's a guy to definitely watch to, to put on your, your team and give him a couple years, and he, he's going to be a really good back. I, I yeah, really like him a lot. And, I mean, if Latavius Murray goes down, that's probably his. Or if Latavius Murray just be Latavius, Latavius Murray, I mean, let's but see what Latavius are you going to get? Like he hasn't been bad. He wasn't horrible for the Raiders. He wasn't horrible for the Vikings. We just don't like him. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just don't. He's like an him. above average player, slightly yeah. above average Murray. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, but he's an upright yeah, runner, yeah. just like Carrion. Uh oh. There you go. Uh oh. Starting it again with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Zigbo is definitely a guy. Would I mean you can. I think I've seen him climbing them up now. I see, I see a lot of uh, you know drafts climbing up in the you know fifth, sixth round, but yeah, like uh, he's definitely worth it. I mean, I would definitely you know pick and stash because he can he can definitely do some things in that, in that offense. Awesome. Uh, another guy I was looking at Rykel Armstead out of Temple. Uh, I mean, he's he's there is nobody there outside of uh, Leonard Fournette, and I mean we're we're talking about injuries, you know. Fournette, of course, comes up. So Rykel got a really, really good spot there, and and uh, he, he's a definitely a really good back. So he, he's somebody you should you should really think of as high, somebody high on to get some mid round picks, you know, third round, somewhere around there. I would definitely take him because he's he's gonna he's gonna definitely get you some points right away, and has a lot of potential to to take over that that whole 
offensive if Leonard Fournette goes down. Love and he it. can handle it too. So he can definitely handle it. He's going to hold his own. Love it. Love it. Talk to me about uh, uh, Quadri Allison from uh, Atlanta. Quadri Allison is a is you know somebody that not a lot of people are talking about, but I mean it looks like you know Atlanta's setting something up there because uh, I think they can get rid of uh, Devonta Freeman after this season and really save some money there. I want to say mm-hmm. he's uh, only like six to eight million count against their cap somewhere around there if they cut him after the season and uh, I mean. Allison is a, is a is a guy who can go in between the tackles, um, but not only just you know he's not three yards in the cloud of dust guy. He he makes people miss in tight spaces. He has really good feet. Uh, really love the way he can he can change direction in in between the tackles there and and uh, make something out of it. So he's a really good guy to watch. That uh, he's on my teams. So I, I'm definitely going to stash him. He's somebody to watch there. Love it. Let's go to uh, two drinks boy Miles Boykin. Miles yeah, Boykin, yeah. Uh, Definitely somebody that is going to be looked at because that offense there is going to be all about Lamar Jackson getting him some weapons and uh, there's not a lot there. We talked about it earlier, you know, you know they got Snead and not much else. I mean, they got Hollywood Brown, but you know, where where's where's the rest going to come from? So uh, we're expecting Michael Miles Boykin, Miles Boykin to really step up and and uh, contribute there right away. So he's he's definitely got to keep your eye on. So he's he's going to produce for you right away and be a good guy for the future. Awesome, awesome. I want to I jump right to it because yeah. we're there. At, yeah. I, at I, Chris Lawson, 12-team PPR, five-point pass to touchdown. Lamar Jackson or David Montgomery? We were kind of there. because We were kind of there. <laughs> we're going back to the future on this one. Wait, wait what is that? <laughs> I'm two, a, two drink missed a trade from before. We're, we're hitting it now. We did it again? Did we do it before? No, I'm saying no, there, no. this would have been applicable before, so we skipped the and we, we're going back to it now. Man, I do what I want to. You know that by now. That's I, wanted, that I was hoping we'd get to talk about Alexander Madison at some point. Oh, we will. We're, I'm not ending it. I just, I'm putting it right now, damn it. Damn it. Uh, Lamar Jackson or David Montgomery? I'm passing touchdowns also. Super flex. Flex, clearly. I don't want Lamar to go Jackson. first. Will. Lamar Jackson. All right. Uh, swags. <laughs> you got to go second. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I will go David Montgomery here. Well, I don't want to say Rosen. I take almost any quarterback from last year's class, like the top three, like Baker, um, Josh Allen, or Arnold. Probably. No, but this is Montgomery. Yeah, I don't want Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'd probably give you a one hundred and three for Lamar Jackson. With that said, uh, that's wrong. <laughs> David Montgomery will put up more points than Lamar Jackson this year in my superflex spot. Put that on the board too. Done. That's oh, dumb. How I would, that's not I would dumb at all. Points, that's safe. That I just took the safe way out. That that running back floor is safer than Lamar Jackson's floor. Because he's going to miss games when he gets injured? That's the only way. You want to do weekly? We make 17, 16 bets out of it? Done. Weekly average. One bet. Weekly, weekly average. average. All right. Sure. That's even easier. You still got to worry about Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> you see, uh, running backs score decent points in a super flex. Sure. And it's full PPR, and Montgomery full will PPR. have more catches than Jordan Howard. So, yeah. Yep. Will Montgomery. I'll, take, I'll do that. Montgomery. 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 Thank you, Nobody Will. asked you, Will. Nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't. I know. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. All right. Uh, cool. What the poll? Montgomery won the poll. It's there you go. 
There you go. Here's the deal, right? Here's the deal. (laughs) Hold on. You can have your point, and that's totally fine. And and I get where you're coming from, but I feel like Superflex on Twitter, like people just don't know. Like maybe they do on this one. Mm, no, <laughs> all right. It's, upside alone, and it's, I love Montgomery, but upside alone, Lamar's got the upside of a top six. Should, should be Lamar in six, especially in Superflex. Yeah. What has he I done to deserve that? So Cam Newton's top five and Lamar Jackson's top six. He could be. Ludicrous. He has a potential for it. He's not right now. Potential but is right just now. a word. Like anybody who has done nothing yeah. has potential. But I don't have to. I don't have to have Lamar on my team forever, right? I don't, you don't have, have to have, have anybody on your team forever. That's a mute have, point. I don't. Right, but I don't have to have him for even 2019, right? Like I can trade him when the first three games are great and he's blowing up. And even if I don't feel like he's going to make, bro, the I will give you that Lamar Jackson value is going to be there all day. Right. It's e- yeah. It's easier for his to increase. Or at least stay the same. If only value won you points. Like at the end of the season, if I could hop on the trade calculator I'm and be like, yeah, but I have the most me. valuable players on my team. Right, I don't have to set a roster for like 11 weeks. Like I, I'm right now I want to acquire value. Yep. But you don't make we, trades. Lamar Jackson. No, Not okay. with you, stubborn <laughs> ass. You're right. right. Let's let's have Tony finish up. He's got a couple more players on the cold side he wants to talk about. So tell me, these are some big names. I want I want to hear why Tony. I want to hear why Tony's out out on out on these guys. So talk me while you're out on uh, Henderson, Campbell, and uh, JJ. Well, uh, so Henderson for me, uh, I mean he he, he just doesn't he doesn't have you know the 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 tools that I think are gonna are gonna need out there. He's he's a linear kind of speed guy. Two hundred seven pounds. He doesn't. He doesn't make a lot of people miss. I mean, if you look at a lot of when I was watching this tape on Memphis, uh, I mean, he's got a hole and he runs through it and he runs through it really fast. And he doesn't change direction very well. Uh, there's a lot of times where he looks like he's you know going to lose his own balance trying to change direction. So uh, I think that you know lateral agility is really going to hurt him out here. So uh, he, he's going to get the touches. I mean, he's touch wise, he's going to get the touches. So they're gonna. I, I've got a feeling they're gonna try to you know ease. He's up on Gurley's load there, but uh, he's going to get some chances there. But uh, I'm not high on Henderson really at all. Uh, Paris Campbell. Uh, this is you know shout out to my guy DFF Blizzard uh, on Twitter. He he's he's part of our crew and he made some really good points about Campbell that really opened my eyes and made me go back and look at tape. And and I'm, I'm agreeing with him. Uh, Paris Campbell, you know, is a lot of manufactured touches. Uh, he doesn't do. He didn't do a lot outside of the you know a lot of design plays for him uh and that's where a lot of his production came from so uh the the big thing with him is uh is he going to be able to run the routes that he needs to to run to to be productive here in the nfl uh and you know my guy uh blizz does not think so so that's that's that was definitely a big 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 hot take for me and when i went back and looked at it i can i kind of agree with him you know i think campbell's gonna struggle i don't i don't mind what you're saying there with manufacturing touches that's that's what Urban Meyer even does. That's what we, you know, we saw with Curtis Samuel and, and any of those guys come out of there. He finds out what they do best and finds a way to utilize that. Why wouldn't we see the same thing out of Frank Wright and, and Indy with with Andrew Luck? We had T.Y. Hilton run the outside. We brought in Funchess. We have Doyle or you know Ebron, uh, even some of the backs with Hines. But why can't we see Campbell with designed 
even jet sweeps like that, that part of the game from college is coming to the NFL. You know what I mean? Like wide receiver streams with Paris Campbell short underneath stuff where he can get open. You know what I mean? He's not relying on long speed. That's T.Y. Hilton's job. But that underneath stuff, creating in space to Andrew Luck doesn't even have to be the best passer that he already, you know what I mean? That he is to hit Campbell and then let him use that speed. No, I mean, the thing with it is, I, I see what you're saying, but if he, they have a lot of weapons out there already. And if he's sure. going to be limited in what he can do, okay. how much production can he give us in fantasy? So he's now he's limited, limited. He's limited in touches because there's a lot of people there and he's limited in his abilities. Where Where is that production going to come from from him now? So more, he might... more touches this year, Campbell or DK Metcalf? Uh, I mean, you, you got, I, I would say based on pure offense alone, probably Campbell. I mean, okay. Seattle's a big running team. DK uh, could be way more efficient with what, what he gets. I just, just straight touches. I feel straight like Campbell's touches. got the edge. I would and say it's not so. like it's coming from a bad offense or quarterback. So I don't know. I, I, I get you. It's, we're going to have to see it. And right now the, the coach talk is that he's, having trouble running with the ones, right? He's he's more on that two squad right now. But it's it's June and is a rookie that's been in camp for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean really, really more to, than you to your guys' <laughs> points and even on the next guy on the list, like that's not a bad thing for these rookies. Like I'm not a big mm-hmm. Isabella guy, but if they have guys in front of them they can take some pressure off so they can watch the offense and grow into yeah. it. I mean that's really what we want ideally. We right. in in our fantasy heads like we want to grab these Instant guys and win now, yeah. but I mean really for these guys like it is sometimes better for their long-term career if they can yep. slowly get acclimated to an offense versus being pushed into like it Moncrief. and fail like mm-hmm. Moncrief. <laughs> Always oh, come back. <laughs> but, I love my dude. Right, but I feel one, the JJ. same way about Whiteside, kind of too. But I, I like yeah. White. I like that Whiteside has so much in front of him. Just so I don't think he's a this year thing. But right. I, I couldn't pay you what other people are. But I would love to stash him. Well, yeah, Whiteside definitely. He's not a this year thing for sure. He's got a lot of guys in front of him, and a lot of good experience guys there. But um, for me, just. I don't see Whiteside being even a number two wide receiver on some, for somebody. He's not going to be a one, not going to be a number two. I put him in the three, four range for production wise. Uh, you know, he, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot, a long way to go. I mean, he, he's, he struggles getting into his routes. I mean, one thing that was driving me nuts with Whiteside is how slow he develops. He's a, he's got, he's got speed. He has speed. He showed it, got raw speed. Fine. Couldn't stand that He could not create separation on his own. And he gets so slow into his stem and developing his route. He does so many different things that um, are unnecessary. So it, it's a really, some really bad habits that he developed that I think are gonna. He's gonna struggle. He's gonna struggle to get open uh, at the next level. So I'm not high on Whiteside. He's gonna get his production because he's huge and he's really good at you know that jump ball. So he's gonna get those red zone touches. His his points are gonna be offset by his touchdowns. But I don't think we should be looking at him as somebody that's gonna be one of our anchor guys on a team. So he's going to, going to be in a complimentary kind of piece in fantasy for me. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Tony, tell them one more time where they can find you on Twitter, man, and where they can find the rookie guide. <laughs> no Drew Sample talk. No Drew Sample talk. Sorry. <laughs> you can find me at, uh, at Tony G underscore DFF scout. Uh, go ahead and order that, that uh, guide. Uh, like I said, we got all of our guys. We had uh you know, a lot of guys working on this project, so that we're all very excited about it. Uh, you know, go to the uh, Dynasty Football Factory, order it. You know, 
use it, dominate your league, uh, and give us some feedback. Definitely want some feedback on this, guys. Awesome. Will, where can the folks find you on Twitter? I'm at William Rankin 83. I really appreciate you guys having me on because I know I this is a learning for me. I like listening to you guys talk through this because I, I <laughs> as, you heard, as you heard on as you heard on breakdown, I played in one NFL fantasy league. One, just one. It was a redraft, and that's it. I only played one at a time. So this is awesome. It is more informative for me. I can't contribute a lot to it. So I really appreciate it. Oh man, I oh, you're contributed a super ton. Flex. That was great, man. For yeah, sure, bro. absolutely. Everybody yeah. go check out no league. extra points. And I mean, Will's doing a lot of work for us. So um, I've listened I to that. I think he's uh, downplaying his existence a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to work, trying to sneak into a league, and like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. You're gonna kill us all. <laughs> that's right. That's right. White man can't jump up in here. <laughs> right. I am at DFF underscore swag. At FL2 Drink Minimum, at Superflex Pod. Awesome. Make sure you hit that up with that sacred special word. Use that word for that free rookie guide. And I am at The Real Holupka and at Superflex Trades. And we are out. Yo, I'm dropping another trade in here at Dynasty Drive By 12 Team, PPR Superflex, Andrew Buck or Dak. And what says to be a late 2020 thirst? Swag. Oh, I knew I'll, you were going. I'll take Lux, Dak Steve. in the first for sure. And Steve O's is a wrestling name. Tony G. No, he got to be luck, 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 luck. Yes. Yeah. Luck. Yeah. Luck, baby. I love that I won that one. I think I'm going Dak. Dak gets so shit on. Another top 12 for Dak coming this year. Look at Dak's last more. two or three games compared to Luck. Yeah, wait, I still. Season. I still want to get back uh, swags. I'm taking Andrew Luck here. Um, at, I'm a boy at J. Mike. Uh, is Gronk worth a 2024? No. A fifth? Fifth, sure. He's never coming back. What, what's the difference in an FM fourth? I got a handful of them. The, the only thing Gronk is worth is, like, if he does come back, Nobody asked you. you'd actually be able to acquire more here. assets than that. Tony G. How about a juice sample? That's my boy, Tony. Come on, man. I, I mean, I, I, Gronk. I mean, I would take him. You know, fourth round. Thank you. What? What can you? What can it hurt? You know, take a fourth round. That's an upside. You know, kind of, kind of gamble there. You know, you take that risk reward and, and run with it. If Gronk does anything, you know, we're only good. It's it's a it's a bus. You hear that, J. Mike? Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out TA Six. Bitches, we out. All right. awesome. I have like three fourths and a couple fifths in that league.